You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, good evening. I'm glad you're with us tonight. And uh, really pressed in my spirit, I want to share something with you that I believe that, that we're dealing with probably as the entire body of Christ. And, uh, you know, there's been so much that God has spoken that he was going to do that we are still waiting for God to perform. And if we're not careful sometimes, and, I, and I'm sensing that, but there gets a heaviness on God's people, and we begin to forget how great God is. Boy, I was praying this morning, and God just began to bring this back to my spirit, how big God is. And uh, there's a couple of verses that I thought of. Uh, in Luke 137, it says, With God, nothing, nothing shall be impossible. Luke, the 18th chapter, verse uh, 27, it says, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And all of us as believers are, are really waiting for God to do something in our nation, and not just in the United States, but nations around the world that have believers in them. Uh, we are being pressed. I mean, we are being troubled on every side. We're being persecuted. Uh, we sense that our way of life is slipping away, and the enemy wants to wear us down. And I, I want to remind you today how great God is, that God does his best work in the impossible. In fact, when you go back to Genesis, the first chapter of the Bible says that God starts out declaring how he can move when there's nothing in the natural to work with. In the beginning, the scripture says the earth is void and darkness is upon the face of the deep. And there's nothing there. And then God just begins to speak. Let there be light and let the firmament be separated from the heavens. And, and he begins to declare. And the Bible says it begins to come to pass. And I, by the end of this podcast this evening, I hope that there can be something birthed in your spirit that will make you remember how big God is. It doesn't matter how impossible it looks right now. God can do anything. In Romans, the fourth chapter, I think it's verse 17, it says this, that God quickens those things which are dead. It just simply means he makes them alive. And many, many times we think that God will come through as long as there's some kind of semblance or sign of life. But uh, here we are um, almost two years uh, into a, a coup. Uh, make no apologies for that. We've watched the enemy steal um, the presidency from, from our president, Donald Trump. And we as believers, we've been believing God. And now all of a sudden, you know, there's... There's this pressure on people that don't want to to take the vaccine. We've lost our liberties in many areas. We have to wear a mask. And, you know, God was speaking two years ago prophetically, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to fulfill that. And then all of a sudden it looks like, God, where are you? Listen, God does not need it to be in an optimum setting for him to perform his will. He is going to make it right. He is going to come through. Um, I want to read a, a portion of verse out of Malachi, um, the third chapter, and with verse 14. 
And he said, you have said it's vain to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinances and that we have walked mournfully or soberly before the Lord of hosts? And, and now we call the proud happy, and yea, that work wickedness are set up, and yea, that tempt God or even delivered. I don't think that's you and I because that's not come out of my mouth. But there is an element of people that where we are right now, this is where the enemy has driven them to. And they're beginning to say, well, I guess God's not going to come through, and it looks like the wicked win. But the next verse says, but they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him that feared the Lord and them that thought upon his name. Uh, I think that sometimes the reason the enemy can weaken us be is because we forget what God's already done. How many times over your life has God come through and done a miracle for you? How many times when it looked like it was over and there was no way out, did the Holy Ghost rise up in your life and God come through and turn something around? How many of you have been healed of cancer? How many of you have watched your children come back to the Lord? How many of you that have tithed and it looked like you didn't have any money and God came through? And sometimes um, I think that going through the valley and the shadow of death and encountering problems sometimes gives us spiritual amnesia. And we get so confronted by what we're seeing that we forget what God's already done. Has not God come through time and time again for this nation? Has not God, even at the beginning, the conception of this nation when we should have lost the first battles that we were fighting for our freedom with the British, did not God come in and turn it around? Has not God came and, and delivered us from when Hitler tried to rise up in this nation? Has not God come through the depressions? Has God not come through when it looked like it was over? Listen, God's still God. He's not any smaller because your problem looks bigger. God will come through with God. Nothing is impossible. And in my own personal life, I, I try to from time to time, you know, uh, we can go through seasons where God really blesses us. And we almost take those blessings for granted. But in the Old Testament, uh, when the Israel had crossed over the Red Sea or over the Jordan River and they were coming into their inheritance, when they got to the other side, the Lord spoke to Joshua. He said, tell the priests to go get a stone, one for each tribe, put it on their shoulders, and carry it up to the edge of that river Jordan and put them there for a memorial. He said, because there's going to come a day when the children will look at those stones and they will ask their fathers, what does that mean? And the fathers will recount to the children what God has done for them in the past. 
I would encourage you to, if you're in a difficult place, go pick up the stones of past deliverances, past miraculouses, of the miraculous fulfillment of God in your life, and let there be a memorial that when the enemy comes in and begins to overwhelm you with, with the immediacy of what you're dealing with, that you can look over and say, there's that memorial. And I remember how God came through for me. One writer said this in Psalms. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, which means when it grows weak or feeble or grows faint, he said, oh God, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I, and I thought on that verse and I thought, well, what's the change? When you're in a, in a low place and you're in a valley, you don't have that, that privilege of seeing from the height the overall picture. Your vision is limited, and a lot of times you can only see what's directly ahead of you. But the writer said, when I get overwhelmed, when it looks like it's over, when everything that I need done is impossible, God elevate me and lead me to the rock. Who's the rock? It's Jesus. Where's Jesus? He's sitting on the right hand of the Father in heaven. And see, when you get overwhelmed and you begin to ask the Lord, God, pick me up. And the Lord said this, have I not bared you on eagles' wings? And Isaiah says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. What's the privilege of getting higher? When you get higher, you no longer are relegated to just seeing a little bit of where you're at. But God lets you begin to see a whole different perspective. You see the whole picture, and you see the end from the beginning. And see, God already sees that. There is nothing that's going on in your life. There's nothing going on in the United States of America. There's nothing going on in Australia or Switzerland or Sweden or Africa or China or Russia or Japan that God does not have the answer for. This is not the time to let our hands hang down and our knees get feeble and say, well, I guess God's not going to come through. Listen, God moves in the midst of death. Just because it's dead doesn't mean that God can't fix it. Because God takes dead things and makes them alive. I was thinking of a while back uh, that impossible situations are a part of the journey but they're not the destination. But to get to the destination, you're gonna to have to go through some impossible times. I believe that the harvest that we're getting ready to see uh, in the earth, it can only be brought in by people that have great faith. And um, I've, I've talked to some of the other men that along with me, have prophesied some tremendous things. Um, 
I shared this recently, but I, I think that it'll build your faith. Uh, Brother Timothy Dixon, I was with him recently, last Friday, I think. And um, he, he told me, he said, Brother Ken, he said, I was, I was in a meeting and the Lord began to speak to me. And he said, I want you to tell the people that is a sign that Donald Trump is going to be put back in office. The Mississippi River is going to run backwards. And he said, I struggled with it because it was such a, a crazy declaration. But he said, I declared it. It wasn't long after that, there was a storm in the Gulf of Mexico and it brought a surge. And Fox and CNN, both those news agencies, and I believe one other broadcast, they said, the Mississippi River is running backwards. I want to encourage you, boy, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. You got to hold on to the word of the Lord. You cannot throw in the towel. You can't just allow the enemy to make you think that, well, the enemy is one. He never wins. He can harass. But the Bible says that there'll come a day when just one angel will take the devil and bind him with a chain for a thousand years. Don't you know that God is greater than anything you're going through? Don't you know that you're the apple of God's eye? That God wrote a book of remembrance. What was he remembering? The faith that the people that feared him had begun to declare. And God is bound by his word, but he's also bound by our word that we speak by faith. Because he says, whatever you bind in the earth, I'll bind in heaven. Whatever you loosen in the earth, I'll loosen in heaven. You have authority today. And I, I want to, I pray that God would put something in your spirit tonight. That as you're listening to me, that you will rise up in the Holy Ghost and shake off the heavy bands and begin to declare, I am not moved by my circumstances. I'm not moved by what I see in government. I'm not moved by what the enemy says, but I am moved, hallelujah, by the word of God that lives and abides forever. So... God does his best work out of death. He always has. Jesus conquered the enemy out of death. He was resurrected out of death. The church was born out of a time when Rome was trying to kill her, and God birthed the church out of a death situation. God is fulfilling his work. God is already in the midst of turning things around, both in your personal life in the church, in our nation. I choose to believe the word of the Lord. I would rather die with faith in my mouth than my hands throwing up and saying, I give up. God loves you, and you got to hold on to the word of the Lord. I can promise you it's not going to be long that we're going to look back on this time. And we're going to say, oh, look what the Lord has done. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And there, listen, the righteous never prosper when the wicked are. And the wicked never prosper when the righteous do. And there's a flip-flop coming. And the righteous are getting ready to enjoy liberty and freedom, and the wicked are getting ready to reap judgment. So as I close this evening, I want you to remember, I want you to remember what God's already done for you. How many times has God came through for you? 
and he will do it again. Till I see you on Sunday, I love you. I hope this word has been life and marrow to your bones. God will not let you down. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.